Welcome back to the Youth Bible in One Year, Day 28. Today's title is With God, All Things Are Possible. But sometimes it's really difficult to believe that that is actually true, even though it says nothing is impossible with God in Luke 1, 37. Well, how do we get this unshakable knowledge that with God, all things are possible? When life hands you a lemon, make lemonade, wrote Norman Vincent Peale, who published his best-known book, The Power of Positive Thinking, in 1952. It stayed in the New York Times bestseller list for 186 consecutive weeks. Much of what he had to say was extremely good and helpful. But the words of Jesus go way beyond the power of positive thinking. Norman Vincent Peale said, A positive mental attitude is a belief that things are going to turn out well and that you can overcome any kind of trouble or difficulty. Jesus said, With God, all things are possible. This is far more than the power of positive thinking. It's the power of God that makes what seems impossible, possible. Nothing is impossible with God. From Proverbs 3 Blessed are those who find wisdom, those who gain understanding. She is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. Her ways are pleasant ways, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her. By wisdom, the Lord laid down the earth's foundations. By understanding, he set the heavens in place. Through Jesus, the universe was created. The fact that with God all things are possible is proven by the fact that God created the entire universe out of nothing. By wisdom, the Lord laid the earth's foundations. By understanding, he set the heavens in place. By his knowledge, the deeps were divided and the clouds let drop the dew. The writer of Proverbs sees wisdom as a person. Through the lens of the New Testament, we see that that person is Jesus. St. Paul tells us that Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. Until you find a relationship with Jesus, life will not really make sense. The entire universe was created through Jesus. He loves you. In a relationship with him, you find God's wisdom and God's power. When you find Jesus, you find the source of all wisdom. This is the way of blessing. It's also the way to understanding. It's far more profitable than all the material blessings. In fact, nothing you desire can compare with her. This is the path to long life, which is eternal life in the New Testament. Here you find true riches and honor. This is the way to a peace beyond understanding. Here you find the tree of life. Lord, I seek you today. Give me wisdom, peace, and power to live the kind of life you want me to lead. New Testament from Matthew 19 Just then, a man came up to Jesus and asked, Teacher, what good thing must I do to get eternal life? Jesus answered, If you want to be perfect, go, sell your possessions and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. When the young man heard this, He went away sad, because he had great wealth. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Truly I tell you, it is hard for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again I tell you, 
It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished and asked, Who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, With man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. What is impossible in human terms is possible with God. Do you sometimes find yourself facing a seemingly impossible situation? It might be a relationship that seems to have broken down irretrievably, or an issue to do with health, finances, or something else, where change seems impossible. With God, there is always hope, no matter how bad things look. Nothing is impossible with God. His power makes all things possible. The context of Jesus' words, that with God all things are possible, is the account of the rich young man to whom Jesus calls, Come, follow me. He tells him, Go sell your possessions and give to the poor. But it's too much for him to give up, and the young man goes away sad. Jesus points out how hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. Yet, with God, all things are possible. Jesus says that, humanly speaking, it's impossible for anyone to enter the kingdom of God. Worldly riches are no help. In fact, they're more of a hindrance. Jesus says it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. Some people have suggested that this is a reference to a gate in Jerusalem which is called the needle's eye. A camel would need to unload all it was carrying on its back to go through it. Other people have pointed out that a word very similar to camel means a sort of rope. Maybe he was talking of threading rope through the eye of a needle. These attempts to rationalise the words of Jesus miss the point. The point is that it's totally unthinkable for a camel to go through the eye of a needle. But what is impossible in human terms is possible with God. In answer to the disciples' question, then who has any chance at all? Jesus looked hard at them and said, no chance at all if you think you can pull it off yourself. Every chance in the world if you trust God to do it. In this world, the rich, the powerful and the famous are the ones who people look up to as first. The poor are looked down on, ignored and seen as last. But in the kingdom of heaven, the reverse is the case. Jesus says, But many who are first will be last, and many who are last will be first. This is God's powerful, upside-down kingdom. Jesus asks the rich young man to give to the poor because he wants the man to place his trust in him and because the poor are such a high priority in the kingdom. They should be for us too. The thousands of children dying each day through desperate poverty and starvation, the oppressed people of so many countries, the homeless on our streets, the voiceless and the vulnerable. Jesus rarely told people to give away everything, but in this case he did. For everyone, there is a cost to following Jesus. There's a cost of being willing to fly his flag in a hostile world. There is what may seem to be a cost of giving up things that we know to be wrong. Whatever the cost, it's nothing compared to what it costs Jesus to make eternal life possible for you and me. And it's nothing compared to the cost of not following Jesus. The rich young ruler missed out on so much. Furthermore, it's nothing compared to what you receive. And everyone who's left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or fields for my sake will receive 
a hundred times as much and will inherit eternal life. Jesus promises for everything you give up, you'll receive far more in this life and even more significantly into eternity with Jesus. Lord, help me to be willing to give everything I have for the sake of the kingdom of God. Thank you that the greatest and most enduring riches come from following Jesus. Old Testament from Job 8-10 to Then Bildad the Shuite replied, Surely God does not reject one who is blameless or strengthen the hands of evildoers. Then Job replied, Indeed, I know that this is true, but how can mere mortals prove their innocence before God? His wisdom is profound, his power is vast. Who has resisted him and come out unscathed? He moves mountains without their knowing it. In your life, nothing is impossible with God. Sometimes, when we see the suffering of others, it's tempting to come up with glib explanations. In the advice of Job's friend Bildad, we see an extraordinary mixture of truth, half-truth, and falsehood. When Job replies, he says, Indeed, I know that that is true, but... In other words, he points out that some of what Bildad said was true, but not all. He rejects his glib explanation of why he's suffering. Job's words are far more authentic. They come from the heart. He cries out to God, I could only plead with my judge for mercy. He wishes he'd never been born. He admits his struggles and doubts, and even his anger at what is happening to him. He says, I loathe my life, therefore I will give free rein to my complaint and speak out of the bitterness of my soul. Yet in the midst of all this, he recognizes that nothing is impossible with God. Job says, God's wisdom is so deep. God's power so immense. He moves mountains before they know what's happened, flips them on their heads on a whim. We'll never comprehend all the great things he does. His miracle surprises can't be counted. You gave me life itself, an incredible love. You watched and guarded every breath I took. There's an extraordinary mixture here of honest struggles and faith. Job does not try and pretend that everything's all right or that he can explain it. Yet through it all, he clings to what he knows of God. God is able to do in Job's life what is impossible by human effort. God restored Job's fortunes and blessed the latter part of Job's life more than the first. Whatever struggles you are facing at the moment, however difficult life looks, however impossible the situation seems, it's important to remember his love for you and trust that with God, All things are possible. Lord, thank you for the example of Job, his faithfulness and trust in you even during the struggles of life. My life is in your hands and at your disposal. Thank you for your amazing love. Thank you that with you, nothing is impossible. Pepper adds, A new alpha term is starting in churches all around the world. It's so exciting to hear of hundreds of people joining in online and in person. They are coming to explore the meaning of life. In Matthew 19.26 it says, With God, all things are possible. I can't wait to see what God is going to do in the lives of these people this term. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you today that with you all things are possible. Lord, I pray for a miracle now 
I ask that you would come in your power and that your will would be done in my situation. In Jesus' name, amen.